like to invite you to a soul-level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. In the eight-plus years I've been bringing you Song of the Soul, we've had quite a variety of wonderful performers on the program. And on November 2nd, you'll have the opportunity to hear the artists of the top-rated program on our website, Peter Fippen, plus two other great and very different styles of music from Robbie Crawford and Sue West. This will be part of a Northern Spirit Radio event called Feed Your Body, Feed Your Soul, Turn Your Radio On, and it's a benefit and community-building event for our programs. There will be a presentation by one of the founders of Cornucopia Institute on organic standards. Our interview with their other co-founder ranks in the top 10 of our programs as well. Then we'll have a meal of organic and local ingredients with pizza and Middle Eastern dishes, and then the three musicians. See the full detail at northernspiritradio.org and join us on November 2nd in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And if you're hearing this from far away, you'll have some opportunities to hear portions of the day's program in the future on our programs, as we'll be recording them as well. Please do support Northern Spirit Radio via our site and show up, if you can, for the Turn Your Radio On celebration. And today, right now, we're going to be speaking with Don D. Harvey, a fine musician with a fair amount of musical range hailing from the La Crosse, Wisconsin area. He's been around with more than six bands, always seems to come to the front for his passion for music and his songwriting talent. And so now we'll grab Don D. Harvey on the phone down in La Crosse. Don, I'm pleased to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Hi, Mark. It's good to be with you. Now, I just got to know you at the Great River Folk Festival at the end of August. This is your first time performing there, isn't it? Actually, probably not. I appreciate you being at the Folk Festival because I'm actually on the committee for it, so it's kind of dear to my heart. And I played on the main stage maybe four or five years ago also. I don't make it there every year, so that's how I could have missed you then. But that is also right around when my wife and I have our anniversary, our wedding anniversary. So that's kind of the celebration of our anniversary, the Great River Folk Festival there in La Crosse. And for all you listeners out there, just put it on your calendar. Is it always the last weekend in August? Yeah, I think it's the last weekend in August. 
and you can just search for Great River Folk Festival and you'll find the site and all the great music that was there, including this past year, Don D. Harvey was performing uh, along with your friend and band member, Greg Grokowski. Together, you are the ultrasonic duo. Does that mean that you're kind of upstaging the subsonic duo? Well, I think that's more the band name that wasn't taken. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, technically, ultrasonic means that it's above the hearing range of any normal human being. (laughs) It really doesn't make a lot of sense, but I had a list of, I think, two full pages of names that I liked, and almost all of them were taken when I did searches on Google, and so that was one that worked out. So it might be anticlimactic, but that's what we call it. <laughs> well, let's mention something about your name as well. You are Don D. Harvey, as opposed to just Don Harvey. I did a little search myself on Google, and I found out that there's a Don Harvey performing down in Austin, Texas, who's no, fair note also. So was there identity crisis going on? Is that why your website is dondharvey.com? That, I think, came about more because I was a school teacher and I wanted to separate one vocation from the other. It doesn't really have anything to do with the guy that was the mass murderer by that name or <laughs> uh, the playwright. <laughs> I suppose when you finish your performance and someone comes up to you and says, oh, Don, you really slayed that one. (laughs) (laughs) You killed it tonight. Yeah. So that's how you chose Don D. Harvey to be distinctive. Just something a little different and uh, not like everybody else because there were quite a few other Don Harveys and I've searched them myself. And you've been with a lot of different bands over the years. Let me see. I'll just run through the list that I was able to research via your website. Shaken Loose, I think, was number one. Tennessee, Third Planet Duo, Earthbound, The Acoustic Conspiracy. And now with Greg, you're the Ultrasonic Duo. And you also perform solo. Did I miss some? Well, there were a couple others in there. They're not of much note, but yeah, you know, I've played in a lot of bands. And let's talk about your style of music. Because I met you at the Great River Folk Festival, I think folk. But then I listened to some of your music. I think, well, no, that's really country. Or I think sometimes along the way, you know, it's really been kind of bluegrass. Or maybe it's, you have a whole list of things on your website. Rock certainly is in there too. What do you think of yourself as when you're in your native mode? Well, I have a lot of influences. And one of my problems is that I'm not easily pigeonholed. You know, people have actually called that a drawback because when I want to file my CD, you know, what do I file it under? But to me, I just write songs that I enjoy. I I don't know where it comes from. I am certainly influenced by rock and roll of the 60s and 70s. I got into country for a long time. My voice has a lot of country feel in it. As a songwriter, folk music allows you to speak your mind, and I've loved bluegrass music since high school, so a lot of influences, but I don't see myself as one thing at all. Now, you're just a year younger than I am, so I'm imagining that we have a lot of the same heroes from our youth, the musical heroes that were so inspiring to us. Who do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) 
I think I've pretty much grown up, so I doubt that I'm going to be anyone. I certainly listen to uh, people like Neil Young and Bob Dylan and an awful lot of different influences from all over, and that's part of who I am. So I don't know. I just hope to be me when I'm finally done. Let's start off with your first song for your Song of the Soul. How are you going to kick it off? Well, The Sky is the Limit is a song that I wrote about trying to be a professional songwriter and musician. As difficult as it is, I love it so much, and it's kind of that dichotomy right there. The Sky's the Limit, Don D. Harvey. It's a long road chasing down a dream nothing to hold on to and everything to gain well i feel the inspiration and the flat out dedication i've seen the adulation and the insecurity now i'm banging my head against the sky Banging my head against the sky The sky's the limit now And I don't know why I keep Banging my head against the sky They say can't get there from here well, Who are they anyway And how do they know so much Well I feel anticipation And there'll be no hesitation When the preparation meets The opportunity Now I'm banging my head against the sky Banging my head against the sky The sky's the limit now And I don't know why I keep Banging my head against the sky I'm trying to get somewhere And eventually will Feels like I'm running hard But I'm standing still I keep on searching now There's no time to cry And I'll still be making plans Till the day I die I'll be Banging my head against the sky Banging my head against the sky The sky's the limit now And I don't know why I keep Banging my head against the sky
my head against the sky Banging my head against the sky The sky's the limit now And I don't know why I keep Banging my head against the sky Banging my head against the sky That was Don D. Harvey and the Earthbound Band, The Sky's the Limit, obviously rocking it out a bit. Are you a heavy rocker at all? I mean, what were your heavy rock influences? I'm not really a heavy rocker. I mean, I certainly listen to some of it. More what you would call hard rock in the 60s and 70s, which today is pretty tame. But I happen to have a really good friend that's a great electric guitar player who played that part on there, and you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. That is with the Earthbound Band, which I think is you and Art Hoffman, Rick Brown, Paul Feenstra. On the website, it says that you do bluegrass and rock and jazz and country and folk and all kinds of other things. Who's that guitarist who is uh, just sending us off to heaven? That was Greg Parrish played the guitar. Now, he isn't even part of the band, so did you just rope him in for that song? Well, he played on the CD, that first Don B. Harvey and Earthbound Band. He played, oh, at least half the songs there. Now, again, the song was The Sky's the Limit, as you said, trying to get into music. You were a teacher, photography and graphic arts, I think was uh, the kind of thing that you did as a teacher, but you're a full-time musician now. Is that just because the the school downsized, or did you just decide to go for it full bore, come with me? Well, I did decide to go with it full bore. I'd been playing for most of my teaching career on weekends, but I was given a little push by the politics, and I was able to get out at a time when it was good to get out, and so I did. Uh, I mean, I really worry about where we are in education in Wisconsin, but that's a whole other subject. Well, it's a subject worth sharing about because you were a teacher. How long were you doing that? 34 years. 34 years. I think your exodus must have been fairly recent. Yeah, a couple years ago, yeah. So anyway, you in that song, you're you're talking about banging your head against the sky, sky's the limit. Is that acceptance or is that rebelling that I hear going on there? Okay, I'm banging my head against the sky, but the sky's the limit. I can keep going. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much both. You know, you talked about my band, Tennessee, and that was nine years of southern rock country, and we really thought we were something. We traveled all over the place. We were really trying to make it in country music and so I would go to Nashville and pitch my songs pitch my band we'd get a little bit of acceptance but really it was very difficult to get to anybody that had any kind of power in Nashville and so I was just really talking to the window dressing and I felt like I was banging my head against the sky you know we we really had something but I just couldn't get past a certain point and there's just it just wasn't gonna happen and yet I love doing it, and I'm going to keep on doing it, and that's pretty much what the song is about. So that's one song down. Give us song number two for your Song of the Soul. Time on His Hands. 
And that's a song about my grandpa Harvey, who was very special to me. And was he local to you? Uh, where did you grow up? I actually grew up in Winona, Minnesota. And was he local? Yeah, he lived there when I did. Uh, you know, he did travel around, but after I was born, he was in Winona, and I knew him very well. It was pretty cool. He was actually a janitor at the school that I eventually went to, but he wasn't there at the exact same time as me. But he, was, he worked at the YMCA when I would go there, and he was just a, a great character. I notice that the title of the song, Time on His Hands, is a pun. I'm just wondering if you're the kind of punster person I should prepare for that during the interview. <laughs> Be careful, yeah. I do tend to do that. I realize that it, you know, they say it's like the lowest form of humor, but it's also big in country music. And so I, I use a lot of them in my songwriting, double meanings and that sort of thing. But we're talking about your grandpa here, near and dear and close to you, and the song is by Don D. Harvey and the Earthbound Band, Time on His Hands. His hands were old and wrinkled, callous, cracked, and worn. Years of toil and labor Working on the farm Now they're only skin and bones Each line has a story Of good times and hard times Of love and life and war He would tell us things about The way it was back then we were all so busy And we had to go again He's got time on his hands Nothing much to say Taking care of Grandma Until his dying day Setting on the front porch in his rocking chair Hoping that the good Lord Is listening to his prayers He used to tend the boiler At the Local high school Got the gold watch years ago Now there's nothing much to do Read the morning paper Walk miles every day Then he falls asleep in an easy chair While the hall clock ticks away He would tell us things about the way it was back then We were all so busy And we had to go again He's got time on his hands Nothing much to say Taking care of Grandma Until his dying day Sitting on the front porch In his rocking chair 
Hoping that the good Lord is listening to his prayers. And as he turns and reaches out to touch his wife, thinks about the dance they shared on that summer night. She was just a girl He was in his prime Long before the wrinkles and the time On his hands He thanks the good Lord he's got time On his hands Another one by their Earthbound Band, fronted by Don D. Harvey, Time on His Hands. And it's a song that Don wrote as well. You're a fairly prolific songwriter. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I guess you can say that. I mean, I don't write songs continuously. I kind of go in flurries. So I don't consider myself prolific, but I've written a hundred of them easily. Not all of them are shared with people, but yeah, I like songwriting and I hate songwriting. It's difficult. It's not easy to do, especially if you're going to do it with quality. You taught graphic arts and photography. What part did music play in your education or life, or is it just something you picked up on the weekends, as you say? Well, if you go back quite a ways, I'm back from the old transistor radio days, and I would have a little transistor radio under my pillow at night. And I don't know if this has anything to do with my ability to sleep at night, but I would listen to music for hours, and I actually would write down the radio stations from all over the country, and I would try to emulate the voices that I heard. I don't know. I I didn't really do anything with it until college when I started playing guitar, which is probably pretty late for a person to learn guitar. And then when I got my first teaching job, I walked into a music store, and the guy said, are you in a band? And I said, no. He said, do you want to (laughs) be? And that was the Shake and Loose band that he taught me a lot. He was 65 when I started with him, and I was 23 or something, 22. And from then on, I just kept playing. You know, as far as teaching, kids really like music. They're really interested in it. And so as a musician, they related to me in a different way than other teachers get to do. We could relate on more of an emotional connection. And then as a graphic arts teacher, photography teacher, you know, kids that had aspirations in music could make up their own business cards or print their own posters for their musical events and things like that. So it was really a conduit for relating to kids in school. These days, I think music is it's just so different from what it used to be because we now have the technological means to be able to generate, record, edit. I mean, Everybody and their brother and sister both know how to use some other software. can be used to master a pretty decent quality music, something that wasn't true when you started in music for sure. Have you been able to go with the times? Is that a struggle? How do you relate to that technology? 
Well, it's very much like when I was teaching technology in school. There are tools that really help you. They should be embraced. But there is no substitute for talent. You can't buy talent software. <laughs> you know, sometimes they can be used to mask that, but it just you really need to mesh the old with the new, and that's what we would do in school is, you know, just because you can do CAD drafting does not mean that you should not be able to sketch by hand if you need to. And so I'm really big on using the traditional skills. And then if it helps you, use the technology as a tool. But it's not the end. It's just a tool. I have this love-hate relationship with technology. Sometimes it really does help you. And other times it can be as maddening as you can ever believe because it, it has unintended consequences and things don't work the way they're supposed to. It's always supposed to save you time. Well, anybody that's ever tried to learn a piece of software finds real fast that it didn't save them any time. It, it took a lot of time to learn. And so progress is great, but you have to temper that. And I wrote the song Technology Blues as kind of my revolt against it. Actually, I, I got a uh, newsletter in the mail that told me to watch out when I'm pumping gas because your cell phone could set off an explosion, which I don't think is true, but it was funny to me. And so it just started making my brain move, and I wrote this song very quickly. I'm usually not a real fast songwriter, but the technology blues came out pretty quick. And they come up pretty quick for just about everyone. The song is Technology Blues, again by Earthbound with Don D. Harvey. I took a wrong turn on the information highway. Life don't seem to be going my way. Technology will be the death of me. Now I've got to pay the penalty since they drained the account, stole my identity. Technology will be the death of me. I don't mind paying the price for a labor-saving device, but the mother of invention is after me to make the ultimate sacrifice. Technology will be the death of me. Left my cell phone sitting on a trunk Went into pay for some gas and junk Technology will be the death of me When that phone rang, a tiny spark Ignited the fumes and blew up my car Technology, it ruined my SUV I don't mind Paying the price for a labor-saving device But the mother of invention is after me To make the ultimate sacrifice Technology will be the death of me
by the power plant doing a little fishing when they came and told me about the emission. Technology will be the death of me. They sent me home with a brush and some soap to wipe off the nuclear isotope. Technology will be the death of me. I don't mind paying the price for a labor-saving device, but the mother of invention is after me to make the ultimate sacrifice. Technology will be the death of me. Technology will be the death of me. Technology. The death of me. The band is Earthbound. That particular CD is Back to Normal and the song Technology Blues. And obviously, Don, that one's it's close to the country genre. It's it's on the edge of it, I guess. But just to put my mind at ease, since you say that you don't think that the phone ringing can set off an explosion at the gas pump, I guess that's never happened to you. What's the worst thing that's ever happened? I mean, certainly you probably came of age looking at the blue screen of death that Microsoft shared with so many of us. Oh, yes. Well, as a teacher of technology, so many times you would put a lot of time and effort into some project and then poof, it was all gone. <laughs> I actually had that happen on a CD of mine because I produced my own. I will go into Photoshop and spend hours working on the cover and all the design and so on, and something just went wacko, and it was completely gone, and I had to start back over again. But, you know, it is what it is. One thing I haven't heard a lot about in the song so far that you've been sharing for Song of the Soul, Don, is anything that I would call explicit spirituality. What's your background with respect to religion, spirituality? Well, I think there is a spirituality in a lot of my music. In fact, Time on His Hands talks about my grandpa's uh, religious preference and that sort of thing. But I, I was Methodist as a young boy and went to church pretty much every week with my parents. And You mean religiously you went? Anyway, I was going to say that, but I didn't <laughs> want to do it. <laughs> so, yeah. I was waiting know. for the puns to happen, Don, okay? <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm trying to avoid it, I guess. So we went to church every Sunday and then came home to the church of football. I got a little disheartened with the rock-hard tradition that things couldn't change. Music had to be the same thing they did in whatever time. And so it bothered me a little bit. And so I probably looked inward more. I certainly have all that background, and I, I gave that to my children. But personally, my religion is more within me than it is in a congregation at this point. But you said you gave that to your kids. I guess maybe they're grown now, so right. maybe you're not still giving it to them. But does this mean at least on Christmas and Easter you go to a Methodist church? Oh, yes. Okay, good. Well, you, at least you got the two bases covered. <laughs> <laughs> My mother sees to that. She she <laughs> reminds me of this sort of thing, and, uh, you know, that's good. 
I tend to think for musicians that probably music is their main form of devotion. That, you know, that's where spirituality, that's where you've never felt closer to the heavens than making music. Is that a fair statement for you? Does that apply? I think that's true. I mean, you certainly get what they call a high from playing music. You could say that in another way. You know, I get closer to my maker by playing music. I feel better when I play music. So there is something spiritual about it for sure. I want to remind listeners that you're tuned in to Song of the Soul. I'm your host, Mark Helpsmeet, for this Northern Spirit Radio production on the web at northernspiritradio.org. On that site, you can listen to and download more than eight years of our programs. You can find links to our guests, like if you want to find Don D. Harvey, you just go to dondharvey.com. Or you can follow the link from northernspiritradio.org on our website. We have that and a lot more information about our guests. There's also a place to leave comments on this show. It makes a difference when you post comment because you're communicating with us and you're also saying that this program that you post comment on was important to you. So please do give us your feedback. There's also a donate button on the site. You should make sure you use that just to make sure that it works. I'd like to see your donations coming in to help make sure that this program goes on into the future. Above all, I want to remind you to support your local community radio station. They're providing a valuable slice of music and of news that you just get nowhere else on the American landscape. So remember, with your time and your money, to support local community radio station. Again, our guest is Don D. Harvey, and that differentiates him from the mass murderers and the musicians down in Austin, Texas. Don D. Harvey is located currently in La Crosse, Wisconsin here with us today for Song of the Soul. What's next for Song of the Soul? The next one is The Invisible Man. I think I read that story. This is the one who it's about, you know, that guy, he, he has bandages on, so, because, I don't know, I forgot why he became invisible. No, but I remember that as a kid. That was, that was an interesting television show. This is more about being completely visible and yet not. This song came to me when I was down in Nashville, and I was in an elevator with some very famous, very great musicians that I really would have loved to have talked to, but they were in a conversation, and I didn't want to be a fool and just interrupt them and say, yeah, I love your music. And so I basically said nothing, and they walked out, and I was there with my mouth open going, I can't believe I just missed my opportunity to talk to these people. So I went back to my motel room and wrote a song that uh, I, you know, I think really is nice. And so I did get something out of it, but it was very disheartening at the time. It has a lot to do with being introverted and not speaking up for yourself. And it may not specifically talk about the elevator, but I think a lot of people have times in their lives where people ignore them or they like to say something but it just doesn't come out and, and that's what this song is about Invisible Man, Gandhi Harvey You don't know me I've seen you here before You looked in my direction Headed out the door Tried for your attention You didn't see me there 
Don't let it concern you It happens everywhere Just wanted to tell you That I'm your biggest fan But you can't see my face I'm the invisible man can't hear me but I've got something to say you might wonder why I'm so shy they won't give me the time of day put yourself in my place it's not so easy to do when people look right at you but they see right through Just wanted to tell you that I'm your biggest fan But you can't see my face, I'm the invisible man Settle for a flash in the pan Nobody knows my name I'm the invisible man Just wanted to tell you That I'm your biggest fan But you can't see my face I'm the invisible man Don't know my name I'm the invisible man Great mix of music there Kind of country, maybe folk Some really nice mandolin Invisible Man from Back to Normal by Earthbound is the band that Don D. Harvey fronts or did front. Are they still around? You're now recording, I think, with Greg as the ultrasonic duo, but can we expect a comeback tour from Earthbound? Well, I wish we could, but at the time I was playing with a guy who was quite young and he was going to the University of La Crosse, Wisconsin here, and he graduated and went to school for chiropractic, and that's down way somewhere in Iowa. So I had to write him a recommendation to get into school to leave my band, which <laughs> was a difficult thing for me to do because, you know, as a young kid, I, I had something to do with his life and molding him into a musician, even though he was a better musician than me. You know, he was young, and he needed some help. So now he lives in the Twin Cities. I'd love to play with him, but, of course, he's moved on, has a real job, and plays on the weekends with people up there. So probably not going to happen with Earthbound again. Oh, well, that's just too bad. A little bit unfair. Now, you mentioned in that song, Don, 
about being introverted and being afraid to raise your voice or be noticed. Is that your situation? Are you one of those introverts that gets up in front of people and basks in all the adulation? I think to a certain extent I am. I was a very big introvert for the first part of my life. But, you know, as a school teacher, you can't really do that. And as a musician, you end up having to talk to people. And so I have tried to teach myself not to be an introvert. And it's easier to talk about yourself like I'm doing now. So I have those tendencies for sure. And I like to believe that I've kind of come out of it. Well, keep coming out of it. Shine some more music on us. Well, the next one is a song that's not completely finished. It's uh, more of a demo off of the new recording with the ultrasonic duo, and it's called Roll, Paddle, Wheel, Roll. This is a song that's pretty dear to my heart because I grew up on the Mississippi River. I did a lot of water skiing as a kid, and one of the most exciting things was when the Delta Queen or one of those big paddle wheel boats came by. They're huge, especially if you're on the river. It's one thing to see them just from the shore. But these things are monstrous, and there's people there, and I'm water skiing, and they're out on the balcony watching and waving. And the boats are spectacular. Later on in my career, I was able to play on the Julia Bell Swain, another paddle wheeler that uh, was based in lacrosse for several years. And one of my heroes, John Hartford, was a pilot and played on that boat, and I was able to do it for two or three years. And they're actually bringing back the Julia Bell Swain, so I'm I'm really excited about that. But over the years, those old wooden paddle wheels were inspected and thought to be a fire hazard. And though I I certainly wouldn't want to see that, they are kind of outlawed from being on the river. So if they didn't pass the safety inspection, they had to take them off. So the Delta Queen and several others are not going up and down the Mississippi and Ohio anymore. So I'm lamenting a little bit about these paddle wheel boats being gone because they're just so spectacular. Hear the calliope howling from so many miles away. Watch the steam rise as she pulls into port In our river town today You can almost hear the banjo And the ragtime piano play Hear the Dixieland band and the old jazz man way it was back in the day roll paddle wheel roll follow that great river roll up the mississippi and the ohio deck of that old river queen she's the only historical landmark to live on the rivers and sea now her very existence is threatened 
I hope that she can survive The ghost of Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer Is keeping her spirit alive Roll, paddle, wheel, roll Follow that great river road Up the Mississippi and the Ohio out in the channel Just keep it between the boys And try to stay out of the boneyard Your memory should not be destroyed I could play you some old river tunes You could all sing along to a John Hartford song While the big engine rattles the spoons Now I hear the steam whistle blowing And soon you'll be underway I wish you calm wind and fair weather Got to move on, I know you can't stay Roll, paddle, wheel, roll Follow that great river road Up the Mississippi and the Ohio Southern Bell and the Natchez Roll, paddle, wheel, roll Julia Bell Swain, the American Queen Roll, paddle, wheel, roll An excellent song to be written by someone who's lived right on the Mississippi River much of his life. It's by Don D. Harvey. It's not yet been released. You won't find it by the band, but eventually you'll be able to find it on CD by the ultrasonic duo. That's Don D. Harvey and Greg Grabowski. I saw them both performing at the Great River Folk Festival. And that's one of the songs I recall you performing back then, Don. You also did, I was interested to note, some covers. When you do an evening performance, how much of it is usually your stuff and how much of it might be covers of other people's music? Well, it really depends on where we're playing, although the ultrasonic duo is more of a cover band than original band. But a lot of the places we play are restaurants, and you know, people want to hear songs that they know. So we play a lot of cover songs, but I always try to throw in some originals. So any night 
I do four or five originals. And depending on where we are, it could be 20 or 30. So a lot of coffee shops that I play, I like to play mostly originals. But it just really depends on where we're doing it. Well, you've got one more chance to win over our listeners and just seal the deal. What song would you like to conclude your Song of the Soul with, Don? Well, I'd like to do uh, Say That You Love Me Again. This is a song that is kind of more of a bluegrass tune. And this is unusual for me because I wrote almost all the song in my head first and then went to writing it down. And I almost never do that. So uh, about three days went by and this song just reverberated inside of me. When I went to write it down and picked up my guitar to see what these chords were that I was playing, I realized there's only two chords. And I'm thinking, I can't do that. Is that even logical? Now, I did throw some other stuff in there, so there are more than two chords, but typically that's all it is. And so I kept going to people and musicians saying, you know, is this okay? Can I really do that? Everybody loves the song. And so... Who am I to say? A lot of those early songs, especially in the 60s and the 50s, were very, very simplistic. And this kind of evokes that same thing. Uh, We do a lot of Everly Brothers in the ultrasonic duo. That's the kind of thing they would do, is just a few chords, and then all of a sudden a little surprise or something like that. And so Say That You Love Me Again is just kind of this song of redemption and trying to get back what was had before. So we're going to close out today's broadcast with Say That You Love Me Again by Don D. Harvey. This is performed with Greg Grabowski. The ultrasonic duo is what the two of them are together. I do want to mention that because we have a limited broadcast time, there's one song and some intro around it that you're going to find out on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. So go out to NorthernSpiritRadio.org and look for the bonus excerpt for another song by Don D. Harvey. Don, it's been great talking to you. It was had a great time at the Great River Folk Festival. I'm so pleased to hear that you're part of the organizing committee. Pass my congratulations on to all the folks making that happen. It's a gem that's happening there in La Crosse each year, last weekend in August. So do pass on that congratulations for me, and thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. I will pass that on. Thank you very much for having me, Mark. And we close out for Don D. Harvey on the web at dondharvey.com. The song is Say That You Love Me Again. See you next week for Song of the Soul. I'd go dance on the hill in the moonlight If you told me we're more than just friends I'd go howl at the moon, oh, if you might Only say that you love me again Once you gave me your heart, but I lost it Now I know that I can't let it in I'm just hoping that you might forgive me And then say that you love me again
would follow you out in the darkness And I know that on me you depend I'm just waiting for you to restart this And to say that you love me again Sometimes you see your glass half empty And you're too tired to pretend Honey, I will fill your cup If you will just give up And say that you love me again Go dance on the hill in the moonlight If you told me we're more than just friends I'd go howl at the moon, oh, if you might Only say that you love me again Won't you say that you love me again The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it's called Song of the Soul. My name is Mark Helpsmeet, and this is a Northern Spirit Radio production. You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy Let in the light It will heal you And you can feel you And sing out a song